passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. The sun is shining bright. Dwayne Long is in Columbus. Dwayne, how are you this morning? Um, basking in the glory of having the best team in the country. There are definitely some who think that, and we're going to discuss it today. We have a lot to get into. We're going to take a look back at the Michigan State game. We're going to preview this weekend's game in Ann Arbor. We're going to talk about the college football playoff rankings to be released later this evening and go over some very promising recruiting news. First, a quick look back. Dwayne, your long view is always one of the more popular things on the site. After a game, now that you've had a few days to put the Michigan State whomping in context, how do you feel about it? Uh, nothing's really changed, Dan. This team is just, it, that was a perfect game. The only thing that, you know, you could say was not good is um, uh, our field goal kicker finally missed the field goal. Uh, it, it was perfect. The, the offense right now really is on a level. I can't, I can't find a team. I ask fans in the long view, show me a better offensive football team here at Ohio State. There has not been one that has been both on the ground and in the air this good. How do you match up against Ohio State right now? Especially, this specifically, when the offensive line is not letting anybody get within distance that they can smell uh, Stroud. 12 sacks on the year, Dan. Allowed 12 sacks on the year. This, the offensive line that are out there can't stay with those guys. you got to get to the quarterback. And he's throwing near perfection right now. This is the best team in the country when you decide, you know, everyone, the defense. This is not a defense that's going to hold teams to under 10 points a game. The thing is, they don't have to. They're good. They're not great. They're good. And I think they're getting better. The pass rush is, uh, I don't know if they're still number one in the country anymore, but it's its getting to the quarterback. 
They're stuffing the run. This is a very good defense. So here's the question, Dwayne. I think everyone would agree that Ohio State has a championship-level offense, and the defense has really improved. Is it a championship-level defense? When you combine it with the offense, you're, you, when you look at how many points an offense is going to have to score against us to win, yeah, it's plenty good enough to be a championship defense. It is not a stifling defense. It's not a shutout defense, but it's defense that is good enough to hold any offense down enough that the offense is just you, you got to match this offense and the defense is good enough to keep that from happening. I think I agree with that. I was hesitant to go that far, but when you do mention them in tandem and the defense deserves some measure of respect on its own. I do think getting steel chambers into the mix growth of the defensive line in terms of experience from some of the younger players. And then of course the secondary, I think Denzel Burke and Cam Brown are playing as well now as they have all season. So it's definitely promising. How do you think it will apply to the team they play this week in Ann Arbor? I think it'll, it'll be just the same. Michigan just doesn't have weapons, Dan. We've all watched Michigan. Most of us have watched Michigan more than once. It's a, a, it's a standard uh, Jim Harbaugh offense. There's not a guy that you say, okay, I got to make sure he doesn't hurt us. You don't see that with this Michigan team. They just don't have elite skill players. The offensive line is not special. I don't think – I don't – think this is going to be any more uh, of a contest maybe they'll score uh, more points than uh, Michigan State but I don't I'm, I'm not worried about this game well the tackles have to be at their best because those those defensive ends Michigan has those guys are football players don't try, try to take it away from them they can play if the offensive tackles are up to the standard that I think they are we're going to be just fine yeah, that's going to be a major storyline this week. I, I'll bet you'll see some major news outlets or sports news outlets do some focus on Nicholas Petit Frere and Dewan Jones versus Aiden Hutchison and David Ojabo. That's a classic matchup for the NFL. And I really think, I mean, if you look at Nicholas Petit Frere versus Aiden Hutchinson in this game, there's whispers of Petit Frere being a first round draft pick. And I think this would solidify that if he has a great game and even launch him into possibly the top 15 or even the top 10 on big on NPF. I agree. I just don't see Michigan's ability to score points. Here's the issue. Will Michigan be able to line up and run the ball? If they are able to run the ball and stay ahead of the chains, that's the only way I see them being able to sustain offense. Do you think they'll be able to line up and run the ball at Ohio state? Nobody has for a while. We're seeing just generally better line play. You mentioned a few minutes ago that they're starting to mature. We're starting to see guys that, you know, they're, they're uh, playing their position. They're playing smart. They're playing with leverage. They got a little engine that could offense, and that's not going to be good enough. Uh, like you said, though, the one, if I was doing a Michigan game plan, if I was doing any game plan right now, my priority would be figure out a way to keep the ball because the only way to stop the Ohio State offense is to see them standing over there on the sideline. 
which is why if Ohio State is able to stop the run, there are whispers again that Blake Corum could be returning from injury. If Ohio State is able to limit the run, I just don't see Michigan being dynamic enough to score enough points to keep them out of pressure situations, and therefore the floodgates could open for the Buckeyes. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk college football playoff and recruiting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back. There's going to be a big announcement tonight. Ohio State, by virtue of its commanding, decisive demolition of Michigan State, is going to move up. Also, Oregon got hammered on the road at Utah. So we know for a fact Georgia will be the number one team. Number two, will it be Alabama? Tremendous offense, but defense struggled in their win. Ohio State, the AP poll has Ohio State at two. The coaches poll has them at three and Alabama at two. And then the fourth team, will it be Cincinnati? Will it be Michigan? Dwayne, how do you see the college football playoff working out when it's announced later this evening? I think that that, that uh, we could move ahead of Alabama. The offense, the entire uh, college football world is talking about the Ohio State offense. And I could see that happening. We got now there's much talk, much talk about uh, Stroud as a leading Heisman candidate. I could see Ohio State jumping, but it really doesn't matter. Two or three. It's it's that's going to work out later in the year when Georgia and Alabama clash. That Ohio State is likely going to move to number two regardless. Uh, whether it's uh, Georgia that drops down to four or Alabama. If Alabama loses a second game, I could see them not being in the four. But uh, who's going to be number four? I think this week it's probably going to be Michigan. I, I just think that the college football people just are having such a hard time embracing a team outside of a Power Five conference in the playoffs. I, I just – I need to see that happen to believe it, even though I think it should. They're an undefeated. Look, think. Let's think about this. I brought this up on on the, on the sites uh, late Saturday night. Um, when I saw that Oregon was just getting whipped, I was watching the game, and they just did not belong. Utah was so much better than them. It you know they got two losses now. They're out. Uh, but it occurred to me that. Alabama just has not jumped out at me as a really outstanding offensive team. And there, nobody says anything about Alabama's defense. So I think Georgia whips Alabama. They're a two-loss team. Okay, Michigan becomes a two-loss team after Saturday. You're telling me that an undefeated Cincinnati is not a, a playoff-caliber team well, you shouldn't have put him in, put him in there in the first place. Then, if you're not going to let him claim a spot, don't put him in there. 
that's just wrong. So uh, if if things happen like I think they're going to happen, Cincinnati should get that fourth spot. Yeah, long term, I think that makes sense. The question is going to be the Big 12 champ. You're starting to hear a little bit of Oklahoma State chatter. As for tonight, I don't know if they'll have Ohio State jump Alabama. I tend to think they will not. And I think they're going to have the real question, like you said, is it four or five Cincinnati or Michigan? I guess they could go with Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan. And then it would essentially take care of itself because you could say if Michigan beats Ohio State, they have the right to jump Cincinnati. And if Alabama loses, they'll fall out. So a lot to be determined. I actually think Ohio State's going to be number three because the committee has such an Alabama love, but we shall see. Now let's move on to some really good news. Crystal balls are flowing. First, a name not as popular on this show, but popular now, A.J. Hoffler, defensive lineman out of Georgia. Not a place you'd expect to be able to pull a guy out of. Your thoughts on the fact that a crystal ball has been rolled for Mr. Hoffler? Uh, the kid's got, got tools. He's already using his hands really well. He's a natural athlete. He, he does not know how to use his body yet. He stands straight up. Uh, when he learns to fire out and bend around the corner, he is going to be a very dangerous end. Very dangerous. One name that has been very popular on this show, and if the vibe was anything, it was that he was headed elsewhere. His offer list is as good as it can get. Hero Canoe out of Rancho Santa Margarita, California, originally from Germany. And like I said, an offer list that will stop traffic. Many thought he was going to Oklahoma. Crystal Balls had flowed that way. After his visits, though, there is a tidal wave of quality Crystal Balls rolling towards Columbus, including ones from Steve Wiltfong and Bill Kerlick. And like I've told you, once a guy has Crystal Balls from them, he's essentially enrolled. Your thoughts on the possible addition of defensive lineman, Hero Canoe. It's massive. I've loved this kid from the moment I saw him. He's from Germany. He's just now learning how to play football. He's massive, but he moves. We, you know, the last time we were in on a, off a defensive tackle this highly rated, it was uh, Tommy Togiai, and he's better. He's so much bigger. He moves even better than Togiai, and that's saying a lot. Togiai was a, just a monster as a uh, pass rusher here uh, just because he was so quick and so hard to get a block on. This kid's massive, and he's naturally massive. Not going to be bringing him in and putting him on a diet when he gets here. You're going to put him on uh, what, what <laughs> all the skill athletes are eating. He is something special. This is a really good defensive tackle class. I'm always going to look at linemen, offensive and defensive. I'm going to look at the linemen first. This kid right here, the only defensive tackle recruit that I've seen this year who belongs in the same conversation as him is Walter Nolan, who is the number one player in the class. He's just – this kid is special. He's going to be an impact player right away. He's 300 pounds now. He does not need – well, all of them need weight room, but um, I mean, he's, he's physically going to be ready to play. 
the moment he walks in the whack. I'm telling you, what last year I picked Tyleek Williams. I said, this kid, watch him. He's going to be a player here. I didn't expect him to be this good this early, but I said, this kid is really underrated. As highly rated as Hero Canoe is, he's underrated. He should be the number two tackle in this class and a really good class of tackles. I'm telling you, be excited about this one. This is absolutely a naked jaunt kid. There is no better way to finish the Tuesday BM5 than with a naked jaunt. Columbus authorities beware. Have a good one. secretive world of Formula One. Behind the scenes with two of the sport's biggest names, Mercedes and Williams. This is not coal mining, this is Formula One motor racing. As they build their new cars. We want to be so much further ahead. We are in permanent racing mode. And face shocking headlines. Here's Lewis Hamilton moving away from Mercedes. I'm Joseph Fiennes and this is F1, back at base. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.